What's up, guys? Welcome back to the That's So Dev podcast. If this is your first time listening today, thank you for joining in, and I appreciate you. If you haven't followed me already, make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at That's So Dev. Simple, straight to the point, period. All right, y'all. So today, I'm going to be dedicating this podcast to the one and only Fifth Harmony. My first one and only true love. All right. So we're going to talk a little bit more about Fifth Harmony as five. We'll get to four. If you are a harmonizer, you know there is a lot of ground to cover that cannot all be covered in this podcast. And I won't even attempt to. So we're going to split it up. Okay. So. As you all know, I love Fifth Harmony, and I have been following Fifth Harmony since the beginning. X-Factor, 2013. When they all auditioned as solo artists. I remember their auditions, specifically. Like, clear as day in my head. Those girls could sing. Still can. Even better. The way that those girls made you feel when they stepped on that stage, they moved you. And that is your number one goal as a singer or an artist is to move people. When they came together as a group on that show, it was incredible. I don't even know if that's the word to explain it. But even seeing Simon's reaction at the judge's house for their very first performance together, it showed you that this group was something different, different. And they were. So let's move past. We have X Factor. They placed number three. And again, they got third. What happened to first and second? Exactly. It's giving, it's giving iconic taste. That's what it's giving. Hmm? Mm-hmm. That's what it's giving. You see, when Fifth Harmony came out with their first EP, it consisted of a few quality songs. I think there were songs such as Me and My Girls, Miss Moving On, Leave My Heart Out of This, Sometimes You Can Get Into It, but it's not what I wanted from them. But when you listen to the songs, Who Are You, Don't Want to Dance Alone, Better Together, you see where they, like, you see the talent jump out. The talent literally jumps out when Fifth Harmony connects to a song. That's why their best performances isn't their music. It's their covers because they feel those. They don't connect with their music. They said it a billion times. So here we are. We have this EP where they allowed them to write a little bit on it. So I'm thinking, wow, okay, this is a start. First of all, when I heard Miss Moving On, I felt for Normani because I knew that's not her sound. 
But I also knew it was their first song ever. It was their debut single, Miss Moving On, which debuted on the Hot 100, which keep in mind was in the 2000, what, 14 era, 2013, 2014 era. This wasn't streaming era. Your stuff had to be bought. Yeah, it had to be bought. Radio play was not as corrupt as it is right now. So the fact that a girl group could put out a song and it could debut on the Hot 100. Crazy. Who would have thought? I would not have thought. Because girl groups, they don't thrive like they used to. Girl groups were popping. We had Spice Girls, TLC, Destiny's Child, In Vogue, Supremes, so many groups. But you fast forward to the 2010s and you just have Fifth Harmony and Little Mix. Labels see girl groups as an expense. They are a liability. Epic screwed up with Fifth Harmony because instead of actively pushing all of them and grooming them to all be solo artists, they decided to use the group as a stepping stone to creating a big pop star. They wanted the next big pop star, which is why you run into instances where Dinah isn't on Boss or Sledgehammer and Lauren's not on Worth It. Wow. Dinah wasn't on those songs because she was too soulful. Excuse me? Too soulful? That's the best part about her voice. I remember seeing her tweet and she said she never sang the same after that. And I understand why. (laughs) That girl has so much soul. It was the root of her. And to say you have too much of that? Crazy. But Lauren, she was late, what? To a recording session. Okay. You couldn't work her vocals in? She couldn't show up, so you couldn't find a way to get her vocals worked in. Crazy. You know, after that EP era, I really thought this was it for Fifth Harmony. I thought they were beginning to really go somewhere. And they did go somewhere, don't get me wrong. But not in the direction that we all hoped. Because by the time we got to the end of Better Together era, we started to see egos begin to form in the Reflection era. Because when Boss came out, that was Fifth Harmony's big moment to get them to talking. Boss was that moment that Love Lies was for Normani. Everyone gave Fifth Harmony a side eye with Miss Moving On. It was cute. You know, the message was relatable. But Boss? Whoa. That was when Fifth Harmony found their sound 
knew what they were going to look like. Everything. Confidence. There was no issues. So it makes me wonder. Because mind you, Box got banned from radio. Because it mentioned Michelle Obama in the middle of a presidential election. So, isn't that funny? (laughs) Okay, think about this. Record labels are so conniving and they make sure that they are so specific with their contracts so that way they can con you to being with them forever. They're very sleazy. They pay attention to every little detail that they know you may not. So you mean to tell me that this record label did not know that you could not mention a presidential candidate in the middle of a presidential election? (laughs) Or did you? (laughs) Or did you? Funny, isn't it? But anyway, we move on to Sledgehammer. Hmm. It felt like we took a step back with Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer was a bop. It was cute. Sledgehammer, cute. That's all it is. But it felt like a step back from where Boss took them. Granted, Megan Trainor did write a nice song. I'm not going to lie to you. She kind of snapped on that. But here comes Worth It. Now, going into worth it we already knew that the girls were having troubles behind the scenes and because obviously you know when worth it became a single that is when I know what you did last summer was coming out right so worth it came out that came out eagles began to form worth it blew up in a way that None of us could have imagined. It was what we hoped for, but we could not have imagined it. It was absolutely insane because it was the moment that people realized Fifth Harmony was going to stay. Because it's for you to get a hit song. And mind you, let's keep in mind. You may look back at Fifth Harmony's Billboard history and see, oh, this went to 43, 40, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Do you know how many iconic songs have not cracked top 40? If I'm not mistaken, Flawless was number 43 on the Hot 100 during this time. So you could imagine them charting in the same area in an era where you have to have your music bought? Hello? Wake it up. Okay? Stop playing in their faces like that. Fifth Harmony together were capable of so much. And I mean number ones. Work from home could have gone number one. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because after Worth It blew up, it was like, oh, wow, Fifth Harmony, what's next? You know, they did that cute little I'm in love with the monster for the movie, which was a serve. Worth It was in there, too. 
they got the little bag with that whatever epic gave them you know usually scraps could have been less who knows but seriously what was next and then worth it dropped with the video not worth it work from home work from home dropped with the video and budget looks stylist snapped makeup snapped everything about work from home was perfect the rollout the push everything the acoustics at the radio stations unreal fifth harmony knew how to do radio tours and i know they probably were super tired as they were doing all that but i will say that is what you need right there that type of radio push if you want to get your song ali brooke did that for low-key that's how she got her song up there she performed it she pushed it the music video popped off and she went the radio stations really pushing her song fifth harmony had radio going for them for sure epic was creating recipes with their music that get it stuck in your head they wanted those catchy pop songs and that's what they got look at worth it look at work from home there's a recipe it's repetitive fifth harmony had no say but you know mind you Work from home's out. Work from home didn't even reach its peak when all of my head came out. That's the crazy part. Because if I'm not mistaken, work from home didn't reach its peak until around August. But all in my head came out in May with the album, if I'm not mistaken. That's insane to me. It seemed like so much was going for them they were at the height of their career the smartest thing for them to do was to stay together right now and keep it pushing because they were going for number ones and as i said work from home could have gone number one i'm sorry you released a whole ep pack for that's my girl you released a whole ep pack for that you they literally like there's no reason why they did not push work from home to go number one because it could have it was at number four you could have done literally anything points were so close but no but anyway all of my head comes out we're like, whoa, we just went from a video with a whole ass construction site, a mansion construction site, to an island? Whoa. Are we going somewhere? Wow. They're going on a 727 tour with a budget. Yeah. We went from some basic stairs to stairs with banisters now and little swirly stairs. Yeah, living that life. Cool, please. 727 tour. Although it was amazing. It was 
draining for them. They were at the height of their careers. Work from home had came out in February. They were pushing work from home like crazy all the way through May until the album came out. And then the album came out in May. They pushed all in my head all the way through August while they were on tour performing at Dancing with the Stars. Now, mind you, during the summer, they did a tour before they started the official 727 tour. Those girls were worked, seeing no money, creatively stuck because they couldn't write. And what drives me crazy is that so many people have the nerve to tweet videos for likes and retweets saying that Fifth Harmony was a mess. How was Fifth Harmony blah, 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 blah. You are showing clips to the world of Fifth Harmony while they were overworked, tired, depressed. You give Fifth Harmony a budget. What do we got? Let's look at the Billboard Awards. Work from home. Let's look at the All in My Head performance. Let's look at the VMAs. Hello? Exactly. You give them a budget and they're going to snap. But on tour and things like that, they are creatively stuck. They are dried out. The life has been sucked out of them. So here we are. The last single is coming. That's my girl. Okay. (laughs) None of them like that's my girl. Except Allie. She thought it was cute. Nice message. But wow. Wouldn't it be amazing if you didn't have Normani rapping again? Hmm. Passed out real and I woke up realer. Destiny said it. Like, really? Come on. Reflection? Seriously? Y'all ain't give no money, no... And then they had the nerve to make it a single. Which, first of all, that video was a serve. That video was a complete and utter serve. But then, after they perform on the AMAs, gearing up, New Year's Eve photo shoot... Yep, they're doing all these jingle balls. They push them real hard. I'm like, dang, they going, 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 going. Minding my business. You know, about five, six days before Christmas, boom. What? So-and-so is leaving? I mean, like, we knew it was going to happen, but like, like, right now? Whoa. Processing. Boom. Oh. All four girls posted? What is happening? It was such a crazy night. I could not believe, first of all, that came it came out of nowhere. We knew it was coming. But I don't think any of us expected it to come out of nowhere sudden like that. Like management wasted no time. 12 o'clock on a dot. We have been informed. BIA her representatives. And first of all, really? Your representatives? You couldn't show up to therapy because you thought you were going to be ganged up on? That's why you go to therapy, really. First of all, professional mediator. I'm just saying, there's really no excuse why it shouldn't have been talked out. 
before things went the way that they did. But it is what it is. Some people were already recording an album before they decided to leave. So wasn't exactly nothing to lose for them. Whereas the other girls, they knew staying together is a smart idea right now because we have careers that we still need to invest in for us to be good later. This is an investment now. That's why Allie went ahead and took the Fifth Harmony title and Fifth Harmony bought it. Thanks to Dina LaPoe. They own the Fifth Harmony brand. Every time you hear that song playing, that's their coin. Yep. Absolutely. But I think her leaving the group needed to happen in order for each individual girl to be able to explore themselves because I think they really dove deep into what they were capable of like they started to really scratch the surface it really blossomed when they became solo artists people started doing solo music they started doing different runs people got to sing different parts like they were getting creative they were writing you know we, we were seeing them smile, genuine smiles again. You know, we weren't seeing them like dead tired in interviews, you know? Granted, they were touring all over the world, Asia and all that, while Normani was on Dancing with the Stars, which is insane to me. That girl's work ethic. How are you flying to Asia and then flying back to the US and then back to Asia? on the matter of like two days just to perform on Monday night hopping on flight Sunday getting there Monday performing and then hopping back on the flight to go perform in another country girl please these girls went hard now I'm starting to wrap this up because we're just finishing up Fifth Harmony is five before we have another part where we talk about Fourth Harmony and then we'll dive deep into their labels and whatnot and contracts. But I think I, I, I believe that Epic didn't want Fifth Harmony to become big because as I said before, it was a stepping stone for them to get the next big pop star. They did not want them girls to win. They could have pushed work from home. Did they know about, you know, that you can't mention a president during a presidential election? I mean, why didn't Donna get that lead on Sledgehammer? Hmm. That's funny. It's just, it's amazing to me how record execs can flash cash you know at jingle balls but are only giving what the group that just gave them their biggest run of the year the previous year you gave them a budget for shoebox studios in a motel parking lot are you kidding me after having an apocalypse town an island in a mansion construction site. This is this a joke? Ciao. Unreal. 
the treatment that they got was so unreal. And Fifth Harmony was supposed to go until this past summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe summer of 20, 2020. If I'm not mistaken, that's what it said in Allie's book. That was their plan. But honestly, they came to a point where it was just like they had to. They had no choice. It was either stay here and damage this brand or move on and make a name for ourselves so that way we can create a place to come back to later on. Come on now. Because look, Fifth Harmony is going to come back together. And when they do, y'all are going to be mad. But it's going to be five. There will be five. The girls do not have any bad blood. They don't have bad blood. And that is the difference between many other girl groups. It may have ended bad. Well, partially ended bad. The hiatus didn't end bad, technically. Even though they didn't get to go on a U.S. tour, but we're going to get into Fourth Harmony later. Crazy. Fifth Harmony deserved better. They deserved to thrive another year as five. They asked her to do another year. She didn't want to. They knew that if they vested in each other just for a little while longer, their solo careers would be set up. Every single one of them. Homegirl wouldn't have had to sell her debut album for $3.50. Well, did I lie? I didn't think so. Crazy. These girls would have been set up. I understand that you you want to go solo. I do understand. But you could have set yourself up for success even more so. And the fact that it's like you have been with these girls for so long. You have been through everything. You have shared every moment and second together. And you couldn't speak to these girls about you leaving. You had to go through your representative. That's the part right there. That's the part right there. Absolutely unreal. But the bond after was insane. But like I said, there's no bad blood. You saw Normani and Camila take a picture together. At the Billboard Awards. Normani has mentioned her name plenty of times. Normani does not care. Stans may care. Certain fandoms and stans may not like each other. When they went on a hiatus, stans went their own ways, just like the girls did. They went in their own stan lane. If you stay at Normani, you went to Normani, you went to Allie, you went to Lauren, you went to Dinah. Hello. But one more thing that really gets me is that how is nobody talking about the fandom name Harmonizers being ripped off by Camelizers? I'm sorry, had to bring it up. How is nobody discussing that? It's crazy. From the start, everything has felt very unoriginal and very forced. 
And I truly believe that if things did not end the way that they did, they would... Things would be so different right now. But they had to go through that in order to prepare them for their solo careers. Because I know what they're facing now. They have resilience. And like I said in my last podcast, that comes with a price. You had to go through something to have that resilience. And unfortunately for them, they went through so much. Well, I'm wrapping this up, guys. Thank you for listening. I rented about Fifth Harmony for about half an hour. Love that for me. Love that for you. I hope you listened all the way through. (laughs) All right, y'all. Until the next podcast, which who knows what I'll be discussing. But I do have a Stan Twitter podcast where I'm solely talking about Stan Twitter. And that is coming very soon. So stay tuned. And I will share this podcast with you on my social media. All right, y'all. I'm peacing out. Drink some water. What's up, guys? Welcome back to my third episode of That's So Deaf. Thank you for listening and thank you for joining in today because we have part two of our little Fifth Harmony journey that we're going on. All right, guys. So today we're going to dive deep into Fourth Harmony today. Yeah. What a time, huh? All right. So if you haven't already, make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter at That's So Dev. Straight to the point. Easy enough. Ain't that right? All right. Y'all. So we're going to start off today by talking about the People's Choice Awards. Okay. The People's Choice Awards was something I never expected to see. It's like the way that they introduced themselves, I had no idea. Because you see what I was saying before, when you give Fifth Harmony a budget, mm hmm, mm hmm, exactly. They always snap. Fifth Harmony gave one of the best performances of their entire career. Their best award show performances are as four. Their best performances as a group are as four. Yeah. When they continued the 727 tour after the People's Choice Awards in 2017, wild. When they were doing festivals, crazy. Fifth Harmony before Down dropped, hitting every mark, looking sharp. I was like, oh my God, this just can't be the same Fifth Harmony that we stand two months ago. It just can't be. <laughs> Who is this? It was like they felt refreshed, they looked happier, they looked less stressed. I know they were nervous as four. I remember that they didn't feel like they could do this without her. 
their confidence was truly shot. So every, you know, ounce of energy, no matter how small, was so big to them. I mean, nobody around them believed that they could do it. Because you see, typically, when a girl leaves a girl group, that's it. That is it. But you see, if you refer to my last podcast in part one, Simon, he wanted to create a super group where there wasn't a lead singer, where all the girls could carry. And they could. So when that girl left, they saw what they were capable of. And I believe that built a lot of their confidence. Let's be real. Because their growth stumped. It wasn't their fault. It was epic for putting them in a place where they felt stuck. They couldn't move forward. At least after she left the group, everybody could move forward. Everybody. And that's what needed to happen. That's why I'm glad it happened. Even though I would say the potential as five would have been off the wall. I'm talking number one was coming. But the thing, once again, Fifth Harmony was handled terribly. So here we are now. They're teasing down. The girls are going crazy. Right? Mind you, I'm on my way to New York. I'm going to Good Morning America. Down's dropping at midnight. I'm literally driving in the car to go see them at 6 a.m. <laughs> so, Down drops at midnight. I hear this song. I lose my cool. Because, in a way, when I heard it, I had a friend in the car at the time. He was like, I can't tell the difference between them with her and without her. I was like, ah, that's the T right there. They have that same sound, but it's fuller. It's equal. You hear them more. Granted, Down was not the single they should have debuted with. Not Normani retweeting something. Dancing for you at Normani from... What is this? Sydney Corday? C-Y-D-N-E-Y Corday? Congrats, girl, for your Normani interaction. I know she's going to eat that up. I love interacting with Normani. <sighs> Normani, if you hear this, thank you for following me on both of my socials. Love that. But <sighs> when Down dropped, there was an extreme sense of excitement. Because it was their, their first song as four. It was their first song as a four song. It was exciting. The same way that when Moving, Miss Moving On came out, it was their first song, so it was really exciting. Even though a lot of us knew that that really wasn't, you know, it, it you know? For real, for real. But it was the fact that. When the album came, there was so much more that could have been prioritized 
ahead of down. Because in no world does it make sense to me that Angel was not that lead single. If anything, down should have been that promo single. At least flipped it. And second of all, okay, I'm going to have to back up because the treatment that down got was trash. Who told them to not release the video at the same time? Who? When has that ever worked for them? But also, let's talk about the fact that down was stuck on 60 million views since like what two months after it came out maybe three they took away down's views down should have way more views down for sure has above 100 million views let's wake that up and in what world did he like that not pop off ah in epic's world where there's no promotion Hmm. it's amazing to me why the heck that's not what I want to say but why would you release the song the video with the album why would you do that the album overshadowed the video the smartest thing was to drop literally you could have dropped the video the day before anything so drive all the traffic to the video get them excited for the album the next day then the album drops right at midnight boom why why would you and then they sent he like that to radio a month later a month fifth harmony had to literally at every radio station that played their song and personally thank them in other words they were sending harmonizers their way to request because see when you notice radio stations they like to play your song more they were desperate they literally had to go through a third party to get that VMA performance. Their label didn't make that happen. Their management didn't make that happen. A third party. Unreal. But you wanna know what? Despite the crappy treatment they got, they were still winning big as they were a year ago, even more so. They actually won more as four. They did bigger things as four, but they were given significantly less. See, this is what I'm saying. No matter what you threw at this group, they thrived. Right or wrong? Exactly. It's crazy. It's crazy because Fifth Harmony was nominated for three VMAs as foursome. Nominated for two as five. Hmm. 
Okay. Weird. <laughs> that People's Choice Award. The MTV EMA. Best U.S. Act. Now let's keep in mind. The MTV EMAs. Stands go hard. They go hard. So mind you, Fifth Harmony are up against A-list artists in every category that they are ever in. Literally. Even on a Teen Choice Award. Literally. Fifth Harmony made a name for themselves. And that name was a household name. Fifth Harmony is a household name. Y'all hate to see it. It's true. Everybody knows work that not work from home. Oh, everybody. You play it? They've heard it before. Even if you can't sing it, you know it. But yeah. I mean, there were so many crazy things that happened during this era. You know, after they didn't send them to radio, they decided to, well, send them to radio a month later, as if that was going to matter. That was extreme sabotage. Like, they knew it wasn't going to pop off a month later. You've ruined the momentum. Not only was it overshadowed by the album, but you gave it no radio. Yikes. Anyway, so they decided to release a French Vanilla Latte remix. Excuse me? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Please take out the trash. Literally, incinerator. Why would you do that? French Vanilla Latte? That was literally one of the worst remixes that I had ever heard. Until I heard, you know, that 21... Was it 21? I don't know. That Seven Rings remix? It wasn't it. Anyway. I don't know why they would do that. So, mind you. Sauced Up was supposed to be the third single. I don't know what happened. But something made a flip. I think they saw an opportunity to not throw out as much money by throwing out their own personal single. You know, instead of them, th- you know, investing in another Fifth Harmony single that's already on the album that would be solely out, you know, the label's pocket. They took somewhat up on an opportunity. Pitbull, four for four. He got them on his song. They didn't have to dish out that much money. It was a collaboration. They dished, his label dished out money. Epic dished out money cheap they didn't have to do nothing but tell me why would you debut a song on an award show before it comes out why would you do that literally why crazy okay 
So what really gets me about Por Favor is the inconsistency in the promo. First of all, part one of the music video. It was actually wasn't bad. And granted, Fifth Harmony was behind a green screen. Like, is was that Epic's? Was that their portion? The green screen? They couldn't get them girls over to Pitbull? What was the issue? And where's part two? Because here it is 2021 and I'm still waiting. Huh. Let's wake it up, ladies. I cannot believe the way that they butchered Por Favor. They completely demolished he like that era. Because what's crazy to me is because down went out the Hot 100. And then it re-entered right after the VMAs. So it showed, okay, if you give them budget and some promo, oh, they're going to do something. But nothing was still done. It was like when Epic agreed to give them that third album, which they weren't going to, they were like, look, if the people love you, they love you and you'll pop off. Then we'll invest. But until then, no, because you're a liability and we can't risk it. You're already too expensive. We got what we wanted. Our pop star is in the making. She's not going to do what we think she's going to do, but she's in the making. Are you kidding me? What fresh hell? What do you want? What are you smoking? I genuinely want to know because this record label's already gone downhill. Seagull has already dipped, and that's half of Epic. Epic is on its way. They had to fire Epic, not Epic. They had to fire L.A. Reid. He had sexual assault allegations too. Allegedly. Allegedly. So he ended up starting Hitco. Epic's going down the drain. See, the thing about Epic is they move funny. And the thing about moving funny is you gotta have money to do it. Atlantic, they can move funny. But let me tell you something. They're gonna cover it up long enough for the GP to not even care. Hmm. Authors cannot relate. It just... It, I just... Like I was talking about in the last podcast, I have a hard time understanding why you wouldn't invest in these girls as a group and individually, and like I said, groom them to be huge stars. You could have had huge stars on your label. You didn't have to have just one. Epic ruined the friendship that was Fifth Harmony. They came between them girls. Because it's funny. I remember Camila tried to write for Fifth Harmony and Epic told her no. But when she left, Epic allowed Fifth Harmony to write. I truly believe Epic thought they were going to tank. They weren't going to put anything in it so they didn't care. And then they ended up choosing as their next single a song that's a sister hit 
literally work from home sister song is down and you release that as their first single as a foursome a year after work from home came out utter sabotage sabotage literally i love down i think it bobs in a lot of fifth harmony's music you have to do that that heavy choreography is what heightens the song that is how you fall in love with their songs the way that you do we know the songs are repetitive they don't get to write sometimes well not at all the past two albums but the last album yes if I'm not mistaken yeah they wrote on All In My Head actually let's see Tanache wrote That's My Girl and Scared of Happy oh and she wrote The Life which by the way I have no idea why they decided to release The Life but that alone shows you the sabotage breaking up in a chance literally six months before she left the group and yeah (laughs) like what anyway so here we are you know ending por favor era or so i thought had no idea the end of 2017 mind you the girls are branching out they're doing their own solo music or whatever and you know after they do the jingle balls and they go on you know break Por favor, airs a performance like literally like four months later. I believe it was on Showtime at the Apollo. Seriously, it's been months. What is this doing now? <laughs> Seriously, because I remember they taped that back in like November and then it didn't air until like what? I want to say March. Really? You were pushing Poor for War in like October. And this performance came out in March. You're kidding me. So anyway, here we are. After the Jingle Balls, which ironically, having the girls and Camila at the same ones, wild. Lauren and Camila talked at one of them. Boom. That's done. So we fast forward to 2018 and at this point, yes, the girls are on tour, but we're getting absolutely nothing at this point. We already have an idea that a hiatus is probably coming. A lot of us called it because you could feel it. The energy wasn't there, regardless of them saying they had so many things planned, like in December. And then they went on that hiatus, I believe, is it March or May? I want to say May, but like, I can't imagine everything that went down because I know Allie talked a lot in her book about how Epic wasn't going to give them anything. They had to beg and plead to get that Don't Say You Love Me video to say goodbye. Epic didn't even let them get a U.S. tour for their album. Sent them on the road out of the country. 
where in those countries Fifth Harmony are A-list artists. Wild. So while they got to explore and all that, they didn't get to say goodbye to the fans that they started with. The fans that were actually at their shows. And granted, some people came from all over the world to come to the U.S., but that shit, it, the U.S. is where they started. And they didn't really get to finish. They got to finish in Florida, where they started. Or well, Miami, rather. But. <laughs> Hello? Whoop. One show? For all of us all around the country? And. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they canceled so many shows. I remember they canceled so many shows. It was like, yep, this is it. This is it. And then when that hiatus letter came, it was like, I remember the moment when I read it. I was like, not again. (laughs) Not again. Not again. I got extreme PTSD. And as I read it, I was like, wow, they're going to be really done. And then they said they had a few shows left over that they were going to commit to or whatever. And from what it seemed like, it it seemed like those shows they didn't want to cancel because for one of them, for example, they did a private show for a girl in a wheelchair. You know what I mean? like shows that are absolutely like a necessity for them to do that's all they did everything else was cancelled I can't imagine how that talk went but I do know one thing Allie and Dinah were the very last one to leave I guarantee you even like I guarantee you Normani and Lauren were the first to leave but something tells me Normani was the one that was ready. Normani was setting herself up from the jump. Normani was starting her album in 2017. I think they knew. They knew it was coming. They knew what was going to happen. So when that time came, I mean, not everybody was ready. Ali wasn't ready. She didn't have a label. Nomani was ready to go. Her solo career had already taken off. Love Lies. Lauren already had her hit with Halsey. She had Strangers. She was doing big things. Unfortunately, Fifth Harmony stumped that for her. That was her big moment. But Allie and Dinah, they were not prepared. Allie had to fight to find a label. Dinah also had to fight. I mean, she's on L.A. Reid's label, Hitco. Is that smart? Nope, not exactly. Do what you gotta do, girl. (laughs) I mean, what? It's easy to just say, well, go dependent. You got a family feed. It ain't that simple. But I remember L.A. Reid saying he didn't really believe in those girls for majority of their career. So... I hope he has the best intentions with that girl. That's all I'm saying. But 
Kitco is broke. They have no money. They're, they're new. They don't have money like that. Which is why a lot of their artists are not releasing. They can't afford to. We're in the middle of a panty. Anything you release that's not by a hitmaker is a liability. Hello? Anyway, starting to wrap this up now. We will get into the solo Fifth Harmony Girls as a last part to this. We did the girls as five, the girls as four, and then we'll do solo. And we'll really get into the specifics about that. But alright, y'all. That'll be all today. Make sure you follow me on Twitter, Instagram. My handle is that's so deaf. As I said a billion times. Easy enough. Alright, y'all. Peace out. I'm gonna dip. I need some cake and some wine. Cause that sounds good. Alright, y'all. Have a good night. Drink some water, get some good sleep, and eat some good food. I'm out. Peace.